two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Oh, look at this thing. This looks kind of cool. I'll have to remember this when it comes out in theaters in like two months. And then like, it seems like I close my eyes and it's like, oh, that thing's already like closed. That's not in, that's not playing anywhere. Uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'll just wait for it to come to Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever. And then it's like five years later. And and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I wanted to watch that movie back in 2014. <laughs> oh yeah, Avengers. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. Um Man, I I wonder how good that is. And, and, and yeah, like I'm I'm terrible. I'm terrible about that. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just something that I accept that I'm just not really a movie guy. Like I like movies, but I'm not yeah. like you know, setting up the sleeping bag the night before this thing drops or whatever, but... I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like movies. I I just don't like movies anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's... I don't remember the last good one that I saw. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've also been pretty... Yeah, I've I've been burnt before, and so I'm, you know, like <laughs> once, once bitten, twice shot. Well, no, I, actually, I think the last... The last... And, and granted, this is also kind of like even COVID stuff notwithstanding. Um, yeah, the last movie that I saw in theaters that I was like, okay, this this is worth it. This was really good. Was Joker, and that was what 2019? 2019? Yeah, sure. And even then, I didn't really go of my own volition. Like, like one of the other grad students was like, oh, hey, Josh, uh, a couple of us are going to go to a movie. Do you want? So, like, I had to get invited to go see a movie that I actually <laughs> that I did that I wanted. Like, I was like, ah, Joaquin Phoenix, that looks cool. And then I just like sit on my ass. And then it's like, oh, somebody else invites me. I, I guess I'll go. <laughs> I don't know. I just got a weird hang up. So yeah, that was probably the last one that I saw that was really good. But but I, I also, if I'm hearing you right, like, I'm just not super interested either. Like, I was so heartbroken from. Incredibles 2 and I just like okay that's it <laughs> never again <laughs> which that's also like that's my fault because in the like what like 15 years between yeah. in Incredibles and the sequel like I had that movie script script written in my head <laughs> and it was so perfect in my head that of course no matter what they put out was, was going to pale in comparison um, but also it was it was it was garbage so I feel like I watched it flying to Boston or something or somewhere. I was on a plane okay. and I watched it. I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. It just like, yeah, they like went, they like the whole thing reset. It's like at the end of the first movie, Mr. Incredible learns that he, that he has his family there to support him. He doesn't have to do it by itself. And there's value in teamwork and blah, 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 blah. And then what's the moral of the second movie? Oh, there's value in teamwork and we have to come together as a family. It's like it's, assholes. That was the lesson like last week in movie timeline. Like you just, you just learned this and now you forgot it suddenly. And yes. uh, yeah, I was so, I was so, I was so upset because it would have been perfect, right? Like if they would have aged up the characters in the 14 years, right? Like oh, Violet yeah. would have been like, like Violet would have been 
so so and they also did the whole like oh well no we actually can have superheroes again but like kind of sort of it's like no we've established that so like my my like uh my like pitch is like they 14 years have gone by superheroes are a thing again there's a newly formed government agency to kind of regulate you, you know like like that other stuff violet's working for them she's working for this government agency dash is this sort of like uh because yeah he, he he'd be like early 20s mid 20s like like 23 24 something like that and he'd be this so like i don't want to play by your games because like you you made me take second place at that track meet dad <laughs> i'm not living up to my full potential but but if i'm but if i'm doing my own and so like dash is like kind of getting courted by the dark side and like he's getting like courted by like a group of again superheroes like him there's like nah like be a super villain because then like you don't have to limit your potential and all that and then we get to see bob and helen like in retirement wouldn't that be a cool concept to explore like what do superheroes do when they're like 60 <laughs> i think i think that'd be badass i think so so anyway and, and it would have gone on from there and of course a twist ending so this perfect movie script that i had built in my head like of course Whatever. Incredible, incredible gets canceled because he says something that's not exactly yeah. PC. <laughs> right. And that's just it too. Because like, like so, they kind of something super like benign, just like in my day we were happy to wear masks or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then the whole world just flips shit. Because I can't have anything in my head that isn't COVID world. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I. I. But. But maybe another day we'll have to talk more about our our blockbuster movie ideas because right now mark we have something much more important to start and that's this episode so hello everyone welcome it's great to have you here on a new on this newest episode of the two wizards podcast with me josh and i'm a wizard and i'm mark and i am also a wizard and yeah welcome back everybody hope you're hope everyone's uh able to to, to stay cool and uh and calm and collected because holy cow like half of like half of the country is in triple digits constantly and like just that whole heat wave coming in uh on the pacific there like that yeah man talk about needing some sort of like superhero to swoop in and i don't know uses ice breath or something i don't know but um, well although i i guess i do maybe i, I also have superhero uh, stuff on, on the brain because I'm because I'm almost finished watching Invincible and oh it's so good it's so good oh yeah I yes yes it is so so between Invincible and The Incredibles and a couple other stuff like maybe I'm kind of cuckoo for superheroes right now but um, but that's not what we're talking about today damn it not, we could we go have, Let, fuck the, fuck what I got let's talk could. about superheroes yeah let's do yeah this. hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> my stuff's Changing gonna be dumb up. anyway <laughs> No, 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 because we we have we have some business that we have to finish up here that we have to tie off long awaited challenge that we're wrapping up. Mark, what is that? It's our what did we call it? Did we name it something or no? Just like the fruity drink challenge, right? Yeah, it was I, I, I forget if we came up with a clever name, but it was. It's like through the month of June we do some sort of like fruit booze, fruity beer, fruit cocktail, fruit whatever thing. Um, and you came up with this idea and I was immediately like on board. So tell us or tell 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 the listeners 
what we have in our wizard's chalices because because we collaborated on this one yes we did and i know that at least in yours it's a very special chalice tonight um we're drinking hurricanes woo woo out of fruit woo woo yeah it's, listeners we it's, we got we're here fruit. we're full on jimmy buffett we've done it <laughs> we because uh, it was i was like man we could do like lime and a coconut we could do like watermelon vodka thing but no we we decided we got pineapples or at, at least i have a pineapple and scooped out the innards and made a hurricane and put it inside there and uh and i will put some pictures up on our twitter and you can see that i'm not like this isn't an act i am like <laughs> giddy i was giddy buying pineapples i i'm giddy ma- making this thing <laughs> and it's, it's just the perfect it's just the perfect end to our um to our yeah the, our, our drink challenge this month yours looks so good you sent me that picture and i guess i had to send you mine i had a bit of a mishap i just Uh-oh. devastated i i just cored the hell out of the one pineapple that i had <laughs> i just I, I, the dwarves dug too deep and too greedily and there i was and all of a sudden my cutting board's leaking i'm like oh shit there it is oh, so no. i saved the lid and threw it in a uh just a tall glass but okay it's pretty it's <clears throat> yeah. real pretty yeah yeah i i i was i was also very mindful to maintain some sort of structural integrity with my pineapple but but then again i was only able to like maybe dig a third of the way down like i had anticipated a, like a full-on pineapple shell husk <laughs> yeah what, what whatever rind well, maybe not right. Whatever. Right. But no, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I I have just like the top third. Um. Well, and then I was I was also telling you too uh, before we got started recording. So, I again like weird extended supply chain issues. Um, I, I wasn't able to find all the ingredients for a proper or a traditional hurricane, so I had to mix mine up a little bit. So so what what's what's in your hurricane? What's your kind of typical? Uh, preparation for for this. So I was able to salvage some of the pineapple juice, and I used oh nice um, that some regular orange juice pulp free this time. Uh, yeah. one and a half. What is it? Uh, yeah, one point five ounces of white rum, one point five ounces of dark rum, a uh, mm-hmm. splash of one fifty one rum, and Ooh. then the recipe I was using said um, one point five shots of gin or ounces of gin. Oh wow! And that then, sounds that sounds really good. Yeah, then mix it up, um, and then I put, and I, you can see it in the picture, I put the grenadine in there, and it's real pretty, stir it up over yeah. rice, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have a I, chunk of pineapple floating in it just for posterity. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, uh, yeah, I, I also did a similar kind of thing, like equal parts, um, light and dark rum, for me, uh, good, good splash of, uh, orange juice, um, and, uh, the one that I found said to do um uh uh passion fruit oh, kind of yeah. puree or juice yeah i had um, that too sorry i just spaced it oh yeah 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 um yeah. and and again like sort of weird supply chain like looked around looked around couldn't find any uh but so i didn't find that but i did find a dragon fruit and i thought that 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 counts yeah, so awesome. um yeah so i diced that bad larry up threw it in the uh, blender on puree um, so I have a little bit of that. And then I could not find grenadine. It was the weirdest thing. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe the rest of Columbus is, is doing hurricanes and they bought all the grenadine and I couldn't get there in time. 
Uh, but instead, the Mrs. Wizard very kindly found a uh, pomegranate liqueur. So it's not quite as vibrant or red, but it's still still kind of cool. So I so I got okay. some of that in there too. Uh, and yeah, I'm just. I, 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 I said it once, I, I'll say it again. I'm just giddy that I'm drinking booze out of a pineapple that I prepared. I did, I did this. You I did, did that. This. I did this thing. And it's amazing. And it's sitting next to me. And I was like, do I, do I try to get a coaster? It's like, no, bullshit. You don't have a coaster for a pineapple. <laughs> just plop that bad boy on your table. It's great. I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know how we're going to use it, but we need to like release an album and call it No Coasters for Pineapples. <laughs> yeah. That'll be our like uh uh like slam poetry album. <laughs> no Coasters for Pineapples. Yes, there you go. Yeah. There it is. All right. Well, and and you know what? I I I've had a little sip or two, but but not but not on air recorded. So so Mark, here's here's on you, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Mm, God, I love hurricanes. Ah, they're so good. And it, it yeah, I, I think I think that's just it too. Like, yeah, I, I know it's kind of like uh, gauche, I guess, to go to like a tiki bar and get silly fruity cocktails. But damn it, it's just fun. It's just fun. Ah, screw and, that. And, Do it. Yeah, well, and and they're delicious. And I mean, you can certainly drink a whole lot worse things than like a bunch of fruit juice with some with some booze in it like yeah so so, so yeah like i'm getting my vitamin c at the same time absolutely <laughs> but uh I, oh, oh, okay oh uh, yeah oh i was Go gonna say i you were talking about you couldn't find the passion fruit puree stuff and i love hurricane so damn much i ponied up 14 bucks for like a big bottle of it oh nice off of, off of uh, amazon hmm and boy, it's sound investing on my part. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's just, it's just great. It's just great. <laughs> yeah, and that was the. I was like, well, do I? So not only did I kind of have my, uh, should I get a coaster? But also, I was like, ah, I, I think I have a straw. I think I have a straw around here. But again, it's like, no bullshit. I'm just gonna drink out of the side. This is great. I'll stab myself with one of the little pineapple like pokies and it'll be worth it <laughs> like 40 minutes in I'm in here like oh shit oh yeah fuck. Josh you, you good hear like oh a crash, it's everywhere yeah. it's everywhere god damn it I'm bleeding <laughs> I'm bleeding that's the grenadine that's the, the pomegranate okay okay oh yeah Whew. all right yeah <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, Mark. I think, I think we're both just in a jovial mood. This is this is amazing. This is going to be a great episode to to conclude this drinking booze out of fruit. So, so, what do you have in mind? Well, so the reason I wanted to, the reason we're drinking hurricanes, I guess we should say, is because I wanted to cover like weird, ooky, spooky shit in the ocean. But then I ended up going to Mexico and then to New England. So. We're just going to talk about a trifecta of terrifying triangles. Insert scary thunder sounds. So wait, so when you say like spooky, ooky, spooky triangles and a hurricane, I, I mean like the one that immediately jumps to mind is the Bermuda Triangle. Like is that one that you wanted to get into? Oh, it just might be. 
<gasps> oh boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which that I I remember uh again being a little kid, like seven years old, eight year old, eight, eight, eight years old, and uh there was like a a special on the Discovery Channel about the about the Bermuda Triangle. And I was so excited to watch it be like, ah, oh, this is gonna be ah oh, so cool. Ah, oh, ooky spooky. And both my parents were like, Josh, are you are you sure you want to watch this? It might be might be a little in, intense for you there, pal. I was like, nah, it's great. I'm eight years old and nothing can phase me. <laughs> and then yeah, I think we had to stop at like the like Aww. half hour mark out of the hour special. <laughs> we had to like because it was it, it it rattled me. It, it rattled me then, and I'm in a better place now. But. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, which I, I think it also just goes back to some an, an, another motif that we've talked about too, is just like the deep ocean is is crazy. Who who knows? Who knows what yeah. goes on in the ocean? I, it, yeah, and I, we'll, we'll we'll get to the Bermuda Triangle in a bit, but before we get there, I want to get to here, and it's it's a thing that I okay, so it's a, it's a thing called uh, the vile vortices. And it's an idea pitched by... You good? Sorry. No, you're fine. <coughs> I think I had some of that uh, dragon fruit pulp go down the wrong <laughs> pipe there. <coughs> you disappeared into its own triangle. Ooh, okay. <coughs> okay, I'm better. I'm better. The curse of the Bermuda Triangle! <laughs> Okay. Okay. My apologies. So, no, you're good. <coughs> you were saying. <coughs> no, you're good, buddy. I was going to keep this in. It's hilarious in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Not because you're dying, but just, you know. Yeah. Oh, triangle magic. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's getting me. It's got me. Oh, God. My compass. <laughs> Uh, okay. okay try this again <laughs> no, try it you're again. good buddy you're good <laughs> try it again <laughs> a thing called the vile vortices which is an idea pitched by the second greatest cryptozoologist of all time ivan t sanderson hmm. we talked about i want to say in our lumberjacking or the the fearsome critters episode about the ability to just like get up and go and you can just you can just float a goddamn log down a river if you want to Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like the, almost the age of discovery and or not discovery, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could hop on a ship and just go. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what Ivan T. Sanderson got to do. He was like a real legitimate, like boots on the ground field researcher, cryptozoologist type guy. And he got mm-hmm. to go everywhere. And one thing that he was really into was the idea of the Bermuda Triangle. And after asking around a bit, he found that there was there was another like similar area in the South Pacific, kind of by Japan, called the uh, Devil Sea. Mm. And it's the same type of deal as the Bermuda Triangle. When you get into it, your instruments don't work. There's weird UFO sightings and stuff like this. He only yeah. knew about those two, but now the theory is extended to have some uh, to have 12 different triangle points across the globe. They all line up into this weird thing, and some people say that it's the Earth's chakra line, and okay, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but if you take those and mash them together and combine the north and south poles, then you get an icosahedron or a d20. Uh, that's real. Which is just kind of a fun thought. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and and uh, it, it is like there's there is the one sort of thing where okay, if you're looking to find a pattern, then of course your brain will like fill in whatever pieces. But but then on the other hand. Th- I think there is something too, like 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 patterns exist just kind of on their own anyway, right? Like yeah. like things vibrate at a certain frequency, like waves move a certain way, and yeah. So that I mean that that's one of the least crazy things that I've ever heard. So sure, yeah. And it's kind of cool. They're sort of tied to ancient sites, but it's they're sort of grouped. So you have like the Devil's Sea or the Devil's Triangle in Japan. Then you have, um, I can't think of the name of the volcano. It's a submerged volcano in Hawaii, but that's one of them. Mm. So you've got, like, the weird, like, under-the-water kind of stuff or whatever. But then you also have megalith sites like uh, Easter Island with the statues. And then um, there's something called the um, Algerian monoliths, which I need to look more into. That sounds kind of something, but it's weird. They're all sort of grouped together in a weird pattern. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but it's the idea is that just in these regions, like, um, especially navigational equipment doesn't work and there's just elevated levels of high strangeness. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything to that, but I just kind of wanted to very briefly touch on it cause I thought it was kind of fun and it, it, I don't know, maybe it puts credence to this cause I watched it way too many YouTube videos going Bermuda triangle debunked and it's like, well, okay, <laughs> fine. But I also watched the fucking In Search of from 1970 and like Leonard Nimoy talking to me about Columbus seeing flashing lights. God, mm-hmm. I, I got to be 10 again and it was great, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like little, little weird 10 year old me sitting. It's your, it's your story too from Discovery Channel, like sitting up. It's, it's six in the morning at my grandparents' house watching sci-fi channel and bam, In Search of reruns are on. It's like, yes. Yeah. And Bermuda Triangle for me was like the first one. It was one of the first like gateways into getting weird and... Mm. I don't know. It, it holds a soft spot for me, and I don't like that we're just so quick to hate and disprove on everything. But we, we'll we get into that in a little bit, I guess. Sure. Yeah. 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 But first, another sip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God damn it, I love hurricanes. They're so, they're so good, oh, man. They are. Speaking of which, that's another fun, you know, point of interest with, especially the Bermuda Triangle and then the Devil's Sea. Uh, I guess any whatever uh, ocean based one there's a lot of weird wacky crazy weather there it seems to be unpredictable flares up shuts down it's just a thing yeah 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 mm-hmm. but so starting with the Bermuda Triangle we already kind of touched on it um, it's uh, 5,000 square miles and it runs between the south point of Florida Bermuda and Puerto Rico uh, well some and it also and I think I don't know if this holds any water and I mean I know it doesn't because haha holds water but a lot there's like this theory that the bermuda triangle is the center of atlantis and we need to talk about atlantis one day because yeah, i want all your have, greek stuff on it and i don't know but we will have a we will have a deal on yes no yeah. totally but 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 yeah and, and and yeah and i think i also remember you saying it's like that's totally misunderstanding and like misinterpreting the to, to, to say that the Bermuda Triangle has something to do with Atlantis is, like, completely missing the point. But at any rate. But there is a thing next to it called the Bimini Road, which is a sequence of sunken st- stones. And it's just weird. Mm. It's just there. They line up and make a road. And it runs uh, to the, what is it, the southern border of, I want to say, Bermuda. It's weird. They're just okay. 
and someone's like, it's a fence from Atlantis. And it's like, maybe not, but <laughs> what? We can only have one island nation sink? What if this was something else, you know? Or sea levels True. have risen yeah. since the last glacial maximum. Like, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Global warming. Yeah. Two wizards yeah. are talking about it. That's what we're doing tonight, Josh. <laughs> Uh, the first reported sighting of anything was by Christopher Columbus in 1492. He reported seeing a giant ball of fire, uh, or a giant ball mm. of green fire in the sky. He probably just saw a meteorite, but it was right. enough that it scared him enough to write about it. But he also did talk about all of his navigational equipment malfunctioning. Um, another another fun case is that of the USS Cyclops. It just disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle, somewhere between Barbados and Chesapeake Bay, which I know is way, way south. But mm-hmm. it was supposed to be not there, and it disappeared, and it was holding a bunch of manganese ore. I don't know what you do with that, but oh, interesting. It's, it's weird how many people have tried to find the Cyclops. That's like this: like if they find the Cyclops, they find the body, and then they can solve the murder type deal. Right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> that. Yeah. Uh, what What year was that? Do you have that? Eighteen uh, eighty something. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. My going okay. theory is that it is Atlantis and Aquaman needs that sweet, sweet manganese ore. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to uh, trying to get better reception on his interdimensional satellite TV. He's like, oh, I need to patch this with manganese. <laughs> manganese. Whales. <laughs> Why are there so many whales? <laughs> well, well, but then, but then again, that also kind of gets gets my kind of mind going. Like, if there's some, if there is some sort of like strange deposit of magnetic material that screws with navigational devices, and uh, who knows, maybe if you're hauling all this stuff, it it and and I'm not even necessarily saying it like just like automatically sinks but if it makes you list to one side and you take on one you can't and then you're like sailing around in circles or whatever so i i i would be interested to see yeah some like satellite data if, to see if there's any like strange concentration of magnetic like 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 like, like naturally occurring magnetic material or something something yeah and i feel like a lot of the stuff that i watched about like the debunking the bermuda triangle it talked a lot about how for whatever reason, it just the compasses registered a magnetic north in that region. I don't know. Hmm. But hmm. even they can't really explain it. They're just saying, "Oh, it's kind of weird." Well, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's probably not fucking aliens, but <laughs> something weird. Right. It 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 it's something there, and you can't just dismiss it out of hand, right? Yeah. I don't know. But um, I guess kind of just to wrap up Bermuda Triangle, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because it really sure. largely has been debunked as we have evolved in our, like, I guess you call it understanding of just everything in general. Like, yeah, it's the ocean and it's mysterious, mm-hmm. but uh, one thing that everybody kept pointing out was that Lloyd's of London, the shipping f- or the insurance firm, they just let, they, they let the ships go through the triangle and it would cost a bunch of money if they went missing. So I guess that's, I don't know. So... Hmm. But then it also it also it's they're also talking about a, a th- reoccurring theme is like the amount of stuff that's gone missing in the triangle is also directly proportional to the amount of shit that's gone missing in the entire ocean. So it's not mm, special. It's just it's there. It's just yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's, for its 
it's captured the imagination and ways that other places haven't or whatever well and it's weird too there's a thing alongside one of the borders called the sargasso sea and i guess it's like a, i guess the water's super green because there's a ton of seaweed mm. and i guess it's just really trippy to be on so i can definitely see like being on a being on a boat or, or whatever and like you're you're sailing about and then all of a sudden like the water stops being the you know the the blue caribbean water and turns this like weird pea green color there's these long tendrils of seaweed waving at you. Like, I, I could see where that'd be kind of weird. And then suddenly someone goes, the compass isn't working. Oh, okay, well, we're going to die. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is clearly yeah. the end. Right, yeah, right. And, and maybe, yeah, maybe that's it too. It's just like, okay, we're abandoning ship. We're getting the hell out of here. And I, so, yeah. 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 But I, I want to <laughs> leave Bermuda Triangle on a slightly I want to believe note because I'm over the optimistic one when it comes to stuff like this mm-hmm, right yeah so this is the story of flight 19 on um december 10th 1945 at 2:10, um flight 19 they left a fort lauderdale navy air station uh to conduct training exercises led by an instructor lieutenant lieutenant charles taylor it should be noted that they started a little bit late they're supposed to start at 150 they started at 2:10 because charles taylor was late Apparently, that was a thing that he always liked to do. So, Hmm. their mission was basically to conduct a mock bombing run and then make a course adjustment and fly over the big island of Bermuda and then come back to Florida. It was supposed to take take like all of an hour and a half or something like that until shit got ooky spooky. So, at 3 o'clock, they successfully bombed the ocean and committed the first of the atrocities against the kingdom of Atlantis. Hmm. Which I think is really just, this is the... This is the this is the shot heard around the world. This is why everything that's about to happen right. now happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after successfully making a bombing run on Atlantis, they adjust their course and they start to head towards uh, the flyover for the Big Island of Bermuda. Hmm. Forty minutes later, at three at three forty, while conducting a separate tra- training mission, another lieutenant named Robert Cox. He was also flying, but he was doing his own deal. He picked up a distress transmission. Okay. So he picks up this transmission. Um, an unidentified crew member asks him for a compass reading. He replies, or, or, yeah, so, I don't know where we are. We must have gotten lost after that last turn. Uh, Cox transmits to this uh, the distress signal. This is FT-74. That's his call sign. Planar boat calling powers. Uh, please identify yourself so someone can help you. And so there's nothing, there's nothing. Then Taylor comes on and comes in as FT-28. And he says, this is uh, FT-74, what's your trouble? Both of my compasses are out, Taylor replies. I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down, and I don't know how to get to Fort Lauderdale. So he sends that. Hmm. Cox then um, radios the airbase to tell them about the lost group of planes. And then they radioed to Taylor saying, so number one, they tell him to turn on this transponder that these planes should have. And either his plane didn't have it or he didn't turn it on. But either way, that doesn't exist. They, uh, they radio to Taylor and they say to put the sun on your port wing and fly north up the coast. At 345, Taylor reports that they're flying 30 degrees for 45 minutes to avoid going, like jumping too far south and going to the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So they're sort of shifting, I guess, if I'm reading it right, like east, more easterly than westerly. 
but they're still going right. to try and follow the up the, the sun and then up the coast and try and find it. Hmm. Um. So at the same time, another t- pilot in Taylor's group radios. Damn it! If we could just find west, if we could just fly west, we could go home. So they don't know where they are. They can't find west. All their instruments are still fucked up. Remember, yeah. this is December in Florida, and the weather starts acting up. It's five twenty-four now. Taylor radios in. We will fly two. We will fly two hundred seventy degrees west until landfall, or we run out of gas. Great, oh, great wow. fucking like. Thank you, Flight <laughs> Commander Taylor, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Real fucking optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to inspire too much optimism in your crew there, you know. Jeez. <laughs> you might want to be a little more realistic about like maybe maybe tone down the optimism there. <laughs> buddy, buddy, come on. You know, we all we all want this to have a happy ending but you know we got to be realistic (laughs) (laughs) oh god so here's the weird heartbreaking part of this because at this point the sun is now the sun is setting the weather's starting to turn shitty but um a civilian radio station picks up and triangulates flight 19 they found them wow they found them just north of the bahamas but they were super far away from the coast but mm. they didn't like put this on like a repeating frequency or whatever, and they didn't know any better. But they had found the they had found Flight Nineteen, so we at least mm. kind of know where he was. But okay, okay. So then at six oh four, Taylor radioed in again, holding two hundred seventy degrees, didn't fly far enough east. And then he sent his last message at seven oh four. All planes close up tight. We'll have to ditch unless landfall. When the first plane drops below ten gallons, we all go down together. So oh, there's there's four people in the there's four people in the water right now or four mm. planes in the water there's uh, yeah it's it's not good <laughs> at six o'clock no yeah so at six o'clock before ta- right before his last transmission a search plane was dispatched and then after uh, the sunset two Martin PDM Mariners I guess they're like sea they're like sea planes like they can take off and land on the open ocean. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they were dispatched to run um, square search patterns. You know, like the square grid search kind of deal? Right. Right, right. At uh, 727, they radioed in their, like, routine, just, like, checkup message. And then at 730, they were never heard from again. But a local boat in the area reported seeing a giant 200-foot fireball. Whoa. So, if Flight 19 didn't crash and disappear... Well, the fucking two rescue planes crashed and disappeared. Holy cow. Yeah. That's, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, maybe Atlanteans had some better uh, anti-air weaponry than, than we anticipated. If they're, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, here we, here, here we go. At a 9.15, the tanker SS Gaines Mills reported it observed flames from an apparent explosion leaping 100 feet high and burning for 10 minutes. Holy cow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So if nothing else, it, 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 there's, it killed 11 people there. Like, And here's where it gets oh, stupid my... because we don't have an answer for this. A Navy Board of right. Investigation, they filed a 500-page report. 
And the best they could come up with was that Charles Taylor had gotten lost. He had just gotten lost somewhere over the flight run after bombing Atlantis. They just got lost, and they didn't know how to get back. Oh, man. They also, That's, though, I... maintained that it wasn't Taylor's fault because all of the, they, everybody in the sortie reported their compasses not working. So it's see, and that's also that's also really weird. That's also really weird too, because uh, like if it's like just some dude going on a solo flight, or just some guy in like his sailboat, like yeah, that's just that's just one craft that's maybe having some technical or mechanical troubles or whatever. But yeah, if it's an entire, you know, like squadron, yeah. <laughs> that's. Woo, ugh, that's 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 crazy stuff. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, like it's it would it's it yeah, fourteen men. It's and the 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 navy doesn't have their bodies. No one knows what happened to them. There's no wreckage at all. Mm-hmm. And and that would be the other like the, the, my other comment was going to be something along the lines too of or if this is a hoax, right? Yeah, because because yeah, they was like, oh, ha ha! I put my old like uh, uh, salad bowl on some fishing line, and oh, it's a UFO. But but no, like play a prank or a hoax with that many vehicles, and to have search search and rescue craft deployed, that also doesn't make it back. Like there's. There's a whole bunch of like fuckery going on. Yeah, I I can't even imagine trying to prank this. I I don't know, but and and that's that other thing, right? With uh, any sort of conspiracy, like the more people who are involved, yeah, the exponentially higher chance it is that someone's going to let slip or someone's going to. And so, if if people are radio are are like on the radio back and forth, and if if yeah, the search and rescue craft gets gets sent out. That's a whole other thing, and and then just to have nothing, like everything just disappears and there's no wreckage and nothing's recovered or anything. Uh, Which again, yeah. same as the Cyclops too. Like there's two. That, that's also just so. And I mean, it's not weird. I guess the ocean is this huge, vast thing. But fuck, we found the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like we had right. to invent technology to get deep enough to find it, but we found it. You know, like. Yeah, if it was there, we—that's all I'm saying. Like, if it's there, we should find it, right? Yeah, the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 Mm -hmm. from uh, yeah, that was that was uh, 2014, something like that. Yeah, fourteen. Like even that was even that. So so that was that that was not even ten years ago. And we still like we still don't even really know what happened with that. Like there's some, we've maybe found some wreckage, but we don't still don't know anything about that. So, yeah, I just I just don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, and that's that's weird too, though. Just the idea that ha ha ha, here we are as men, and we can conquer sky and sea. They'll never find your body. Like <laughs> you were a, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is. Like I'm 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 really. Happy that you got this latest iPhone, but if you just get dropped into the ocean, literally, if you're and, and 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 you could even be doing everything right, you could have your craft in like 
perfect uh, maintained condition and you can be following all the things and then just shit happens and you go down in the ocean somewhere uh, and it's yeah like single digit chances of you making it back or getting the full story out in, the, in, in these types of instances which which is pretty morbid I'll admit that's a pretty morbid take but still that's like the ocean's big yeah and you're and and we're tiny <laughs> We're jack shit, dog. Yeah. We're not shit, brah. We're just <laughs> floating atop Mother Ocean's face. <laughs> Which also kind of going back, so I'll 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 get to bring in my uh, little bit of like ancient Greek stuff, because 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 we think about the Greeks and like the Athenian proto empire that they were able to maintain because they had a really badass navy and could sail around the Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, even then, like they were maybe not like scared of the ocean or the sea, but they were like, okay, we can't, yeah, in the winter months when the sea's bad, you don't go out there. You, you don't tempt it. And like every time you're putting it out to sea, like you're, you're chancing it. Um, and like, and yet they were like badasses, but they also had wooden boats <laughs> yeah. and even now and even us now with oh no we got a, a triple walled aluminum and gps it's like eh, really not not that much better like you've maybe like oh okay so like maybe like an order of magnitude more uh that you've raised your like survival chance or something yeah but still that that to, to begin with that was still teeny tiny <laughs> yeah like you're you're so uh, cute little human like right <laughs> i saw castaway yeah exactly and i know that that's fiction <laughs> what if it wasn't what if everything was true but instead of uh, a volleyball it was a football but the producers yeah. were way too afraid of getting sued by nick Luda and studios for theft of like hey arnold's likeness so that was the <laughs> one thing they had to change and they like really had to like pay the dude off and like keep him hush hush. It's like, look, we'll like set, we'll we'll you'll be set for life, and we'll make sure you're in a place that's nowhere near the ocean. We'll find like a landlocked state, and just set you up there. But yeah, like we don't want to, yeah, try to fight over, like oh no, it was a it was an official NFL. Uh, souvenirs signed by John Elway, and he's gonna want to cut. It's like just, just make it a volleyball. Just make it a volleyball. <laughs> Nobody cares. You can't. They couldn't do that because it would have NFL on the side, and NFL refused to sign their rights because yeah. they didn't want to be associated with plane crashes. Yeah, it's like we got a lot riding on this on this season coming up here. We're trying to expand our our brand here. We're trying to get, uh, trying to get uh, the, like, the the Polynesian market is like prime for American football, and we don't want to piss them off. <laughs> okay, okay. So it is a football, and the the movie ends when fucking Tom Hanks sees that cruise ship in the distance, and he knows that he could have won state if Coach would have put him in. Damn it. <laughs> And this is it. This is his all or nothing. And he fucking Hail Mary's just not even it. Just rockets that fucking football just straight down. And 
bam! It nails the first mate of the ship, knocks him the <laughs> fuck out, and it ends with the captain looking at Tom Hanks and giving him the thumbs up for the perfect fucking spiral. So much better than that bullshit driving to Nevada with the Angel Wings package of shit. <laughs> But the yeah, reason no they doubt. cut it was because the guy got hit in the head and Roger Goodell was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. What is in these fucking hurricanes? Oh. I know. I was just going to say, like, I think this, I think mine just got upgraded to a, to category five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Joshua Kuhn is the cutest maiden in the land. Walk. <laughs> oh, that... Mark, that's that's just those hurricanes talking. Uh, I just topped off my pineapple, and uh, <laughs> not in a dirty way. Like it kind of, it kind of sounds dirty, but I don't know. Maybe not. It sounds kind of dirty, but it sounds kind of dirty. Well... Topped off my pineapple. <laughs> Weirdly, weirdly a hornier episode than Mermaids was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows what uh, what terrors lie in the depths or uh, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so, so yeah, we, we, I think we did a good job of uh, addressing the Bermuda Triangle in the room without fixating entirely on it because you were saying that there are other terrible triangles that um, just yeah sometimes yeah, don't just get a, quite a, as much light, love yeah yeah a light pep to the bermuda triangle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just thanks for coming by we'll, we'll see you later and now i feel bad doing this but it wouldn't do you ever i, I don't know if you I, I don't know but just this week i got into a thing and it was so fucking cool, and I don't want to talk about it right now because we're going to do an episode on it later. Okay. But okay. I want to give, I guess we can just call it the honorable mention to a thing called the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it's located in um, southeastern Massachusetts. It takes about 200 square miles, and it's located around the points of Roboth, Freetown, and uh, Arlington. Okay. And mm-hmm. in this little 200-square-mile triangle, which really not that big at all. like Right, yeah, comparatively speaking, yeah. It is, Josh, it might be the craziest place on Earth. <laughs> it's also the most two wizardiest places on Earth. Like, <laughs> so, so number one, there's a deal, and they're called the Huckamuck Swamp. And during the, like, initial colonization and takeover of America by the English... That was a huge, like, site of Indian wars, and a late of no- local tribe called the Wampanoag, like, they just retreated into this swamp and just repelled the British for super fucking long, oh, but wow. then they would launch attacks out of the swamp, go to that, burn down the British homesteads. It was crazy. There's a deal called King Philip's War, and it was this, it, it was a Native American who was just insane, and he fucked the British super bad until they caught him and cut off his head. Holy cow. And they hung it over, yeah, they hung it over their fort, but now the land is cursed. Oh, I was watching okay, a yeah. do- We, we, we will absolutely be coming back. Yeah. yeah. We will yeah. be coming back. But like, I, I want to get this one out because it's so crazy, though. Like, yeah, so, 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 yeah. 
listeners consider that uh, uh, future notice a little teaser of of this upper of, of this other episode to come because that oh, yeah. sounds that sounds exactly to wizards territory yeah but there's also cryptids there's weird fucking viking carved rocks up there <laughs> there's uh giant snake sightings apparently oh the trees God. in the middle of just the huckamuck swamp they grow super huge it's literally the two wizards of two wizards that we could ever hope to fucking get <laughs> That sounds amazing. <laughs> then, then yes, we will we will certainly be coming back to that. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, and then on the flip of it, there's UFOs everywhere, and it's super fucking violent. There's like three <laughs> mental institutions. It's gonna be like a four parter. I don't know. I watched so much on Bridgewater Triangle, and like I feel like the rest of everything kind of failed because maybe I should have just done that, but I didn't. But we're gonna come back to Bridgewater Triangle. Just know that it's a triangle located between these three points in Massachusetts, and it's weird as shit. And sometimes. Um, electronic equipment doesn't work in there. I they attribute that to why you can't catch the Bigfoots on camera. Oh, all right, yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. Oh, okay. Oh man. Yeah. That's like, I, oh god, it's so tough to just like <laughs> hold back the dam and stem stem the tide. Like I watched so many Lauren Coleman interviews. You know how much I love Lauren Coleman, and he's just like, oh yeah, there was these guys. I saw this thing here. Oh, and then like down the road, these guys saw this thing. Oh, thank you, Mr. Coleman. <laughs> Like, oh, so fucking cool. Bridgewater Triangle. Don't look into it, guys. I want you all to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming come to that with, a, with fresh ears, fresh minds. Don't don't go poking about that because that's what two wizards are for. We go to those places so you don't have to. But I, I had to include that because otherwise my original alliteration of the terrifying trifecta of triangles wouldn't work. Mm. So I had to bring it up at least. And if nothing else, hey, man, teasers. like Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Always leave them wanting yeah. more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, yeah, tease, never please. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to um, you by Mark. Brought to you by Mark Drinking Hurricanes. <laughs> Hurricane Mark is a, is a feisty Mark. I like him. Yeah, no, he's... He's just wonderful. He's wonderful. <laughs> There's also a marked difference without pineapple juice in the second round. Mm, yeah. I, I didn't have any more, but damn it. I need more pineapple juice, Josh. All right. Yeah. So anyway, I know that I feel bad because we started in the Bermuda Triangle and then like we went into mainland or, you know, just off the coast. But now we're going to jump down to mainland Mexico to a thing called the Zona de Silencio. In Spanish, it's hard. Not so much a triangle as it is weirdly defined, but if you squint at it, it could be more triangular than it is blobular, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm counting it for our purposes because it is literally called the Zona de Silencio. Like, which, zone of silence. And basically, it, it it's, uh, it's, it, it's skirted by three Mexican states, uh, Coahuila, Chihuahua, and Durango. And... It's kind of weird because it's also located on the 27th parallel, the same parallel that runs through the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, gee, yeah, yeah. That only makes yeah. sense. And th- yeah, that's why that's how I found this one because I was looking at 27th parallel gets weird. It skirts through a lot of weird shit. Mm. And I get it like whatever. Yeah, it's it's close to the equator and it's easier to flourish life there and everything, but it also it bisects a lot of weird stuff. Right. But, right. Yeah, giving that a tap on the head for later. Um, 
So radio equipment malfunctions, compasses freak the fuck out. Uh, UFO sightings are everywhere. People will report like just clear sky UFO sightings just in the middle of the day. Hmm. Um, local fauna in the area, not unlike the Bridgewater Triangle, is said to grow just generally larger. It really makes me think of Colorado Space where something's yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, right. And like yeah. it talked about, like the the jackrabbit tracks or whatever. Or no, no, the uh, the un the what is it? The unwholesomeness of the giant chipmunk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then and even, things move yeah. around weird, and they look at you weird. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it looks at you weird. Uh, there's this thing called like hot pebble rain, which is apparently just every now and then little hot rocks drop out of the sky. <laughs> Holy shit! And okay, so it's a desert and. Maybe this is like localized meteor. I don't really know how well meteor showers work and stuff, but I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like there are frequent meteor showers in this region, and then it also makes me think of like there's a lot of places on Earth where meteor showers frequent. Like Campo de Cielo is a big one, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. may, I, I don't know. My mind gets weird and thinks like, ooh, are they attracting it somehow? Is this the same like weird magnetism in the Bermuda Triangle that screws up the navigational instruments? It's also ripping meteors into the ground around it. Right. Micrometeors. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also said to have, like, some of the animals there also have a completely different blood type than anything that exists. It's just like... what? What? A fourth type. Yeah, that's what they say. I don't know. (laughs) What? This is... Oh, so... I, I also should have led into this with number one. How good is your Spanish, Josh? Mine is not as good as I thought it was, but better than I anticipated it being... Because I watched a shitload of Spanish YouTube for this one. <laughs> I mean, I could probably, I could probably piece together a majority of of the the like meaning, the like underlying meaning. Yeah, I, I could probably get some of that. And then I also did kind of try and cross reference this with like actual sites on the internet, and that didn't get me anywhere. But what I'm presenting to you is sort of like the through line okay. of what I what I achieved. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, apparently they have, but that's the problem is there's no like photographic evidence of this or anything. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time too, if the compasses don't work, if radios don't work, like it's the zone of silence, like radio equipment in this area does not work. So what's to say like a a Polaroid could work at all? Yeah, right. Yeah, like if if there's one sort of electronics that is, um, yeah, hampered or, or disabled in this region that i think it kind of reason or it stands to reason that uh others would wouldn't wouldn't work as well either so yeah yeah like if one is affected then all i don't know but that's like my general theory i guess but uh so the the reports and radio description started in 1930 and at that time it was also that's when these meteorite strikes started to occur more frequently mm which, I don't know. I don't know if that's anything. I I think that I saw that and got hung up on it, but I don't know. And or at it, the same or... time during the 1930s, like, there was a weird flap in UFO sightings in the region. Mm-hmm. Where, like, really they weren't doing anything with UFOs because this is 1930s Mexico and they just don't, like, you know, yeah. central Mexico, like... It's weird the like how Americanized UFOs are, but they're still reporting on it. They're still reporting like weird bobbing lights in the sky and stuff. Yeah, and and well before the yeah the real kind of explosion of UFO sightings in like the post World War II era. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, we have the answer for that. The us activating the bomb showed the rest of the galaxy we were ascended, and that's when they started visiting. But hey, whatever, it's cool. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but um, well, so uh, but but also going back to the the like uh, uh, hot hot pebble rain. Yeah, yeah. That, so so like when you say like pebble size, like is it like 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 pebble. p yeah like like p size kind of going back to our weird weather like all, all all sorts of weird shit has like rained down so maybe i don't know maybe if that's part of it too if there's some sort of weird like chinook wind or something like that that lifts a bunch of stuff up into the air and then just all happens to rain down on this specific region that maybe maybe something like that and maybe that could also be well it, it is by. a desert like yeah like there are definitely like strong gusts of wind and there are you know wee tiny aerodynamic pebbles less less this go without saying mark but there in alamosa and the san luis valley of colorado we have uh uh quite quite uh um moving evidence of sand and pebbles and stuff getting lifted in the air and blown how many hundreds of miles in the great sand dunes national park and yeah, absolutely and, and, and granted those are again more like grain of sand size but i've seen some some decent pebbles mixed in with the dunes so uh so yeah yeah that wind gets going we'll pick it up like mm -hmm. I, I i don't know what that is i don't i don't know why they'd be hot though that is yeah that's also because you know if, yeah, if, yes, if, sure, if it is it's a getting desert. like picked up yeah. by the wind then it's likely going to cool off like starting at 30 feet or whatever up in the air right well and, I, and, I, I don't know that's it just mm -hmm. sticks with, I, I just I, I, I don't know that's where it sticks and it's like is it coming down or is it going up and coming back I don't know right it, it is it's just a oh, man that just would be a very like I would not want to camp there for any extended amount of time. Like I, I don't want to go hang out. Well, it's funny you say that, Josh, because there's an entire group of people that do. No, no. <laughs> Once again, two wizards reading each other's minds. Oh, yeah. No. So, so like, are they kind of local to the area? Is this like an international group of people? Yeah. No, they're a bunch of fucking weirdos. You know how like. Yeah, you know how like Roswell attracts the crowd, even mm. like the UFO watchtower here in Alamosa or sure. whatever. The sure. valley attracts a crowd. People that like want to focus on weird shit, they go looking for the weird shit. There's so many of them that they're called. They're, they have a name. They're called Zoneros. <laughs> and so I got a real fun, just little quip here from AmusingPlanet.com's wonderful article on the Zona de Silencio. Upon being asked where La Zona could be found, a local rancher told a carload of people that they needed to keep following the road until they saw the Martians jump from one side of the road to the other. The amazing part he commented later was that they actually thanked him. Another group of Zoneros arrived at the field station and asked one of the workers how to get to the zone. The young fellow, sh struggling to be polite and truthful all at once, only replied, uh, Nunca van llegar. You're never going to get there. Hmm? <laughs> oh boy. That's so. That's just it's people cryptic. getting weird with their own local shit. It's like Salem. <laughs> we we, right. we murdered thirteen women and a couple dudes like four hundred years ago, and now we have an entire tourism industry based around it. Yeah, which good on them. I mean, get get it while the getting's good. Um, get while the getting's good. And and <laughs> and truly, like if because 
uh, like I know we, we like like I brought up the sand dunes, then then you 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 brought up the UFO watchtower and sweet silly San Luis Valley. Um, but 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 also like what we were talking about with um, uh, but the valley is fucking weird too though. Like yeah, yeah, right, I don't know. yeah, tr- yeah, tr- tr- truly. Um, but but also like when we were talking about Salida and the and the fur fur covered trout, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah, people or or all the other places like that's like oh yeah, we have this cryptid and so we're gonna paint it on our like town water tower or whatever and every shop's gonna have a little sculpture or yeah so so yeah like yeah like well like the hodag like they know it's a hoax but like it's everywhere it's like there's a big statue in the middle of town yeah yeah so and so and so if if that's what the people in this area are able to do and i mean granted like it still is a desert and so hopefully they aren't sending too many yuppies out to go die of exposure but uh (laughs) but but yeah but 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 yeah, like they're they're uh, they're embracing that uh, that mantle that they have. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah they they are and a lot of I a lot of like so I got a lot of stuff off of Reddit from this one because apparently it's a thing that people like to talk about, hmm. and the general consensus is that it's both it's it's weird it's the same idea that like I can see some dude living in Roswell, New Mexico that's just totally over the shit. Yeah. And he just, like, gets on there. There's no such fucking thing as aliens go to hell. So it's either, like, super divided between, no, no, I've seen a lot of weird shit out here in the desert, and mm-hmm. no, shut the fuck up, it's all drummed out to promote tourism. Because in this region is a desert preserve, like, it's, it, it is it is a natural wonder, I guess you could call it, but, like, you know. Yeah. They're trying to get people into the region, they're trying to promote tourism into Mexico. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. And what's what's better to do that, like, you're in central Mexico. You can't go check out the sandy beaches of, you know, Acapulco. Right. But there's the Zona de Silencio and you might see an alien. Yeah, you got it. And we paid off farmer Jose to tell you to watch where the Martians jump from one side of the road <laughs> to the other. Yeah, you have to play the hand you're dealt. And, uh, yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. I will, or, or even like, <laughs> I, the other sort of similar thing is like, I, I wonder if the if the equivalent would be something like Bermuda Triangle glass bottom boat tours. <laughs> it's like what's yeah. What would be the ethics of that? Like you, you could people want to people want to pay money to go on this adventure and just make sure everybody has life preservers and uh, like a whistle. <laughs> See, if I was doing it, and then go nuts. I would market it as you're not coming back. Oh, okay, that like, would be. <laughs> you're paying me, so like obviously they're coming back, right? Right. But you're paying me up front. You're signing a, like a loss of life waiver, or whatever you know, right. like malpractice at sea, whatever. And is it binding in court? Well, that's for my lawyers to decide. Well, but, like you, there's that little bit, and then like we're just not anticipating returning. Yeah, you get out on and, international yeah. water. I mean, yeah, no. But then at the same time, there's no life vest. We're not coming back. But you know what we do have on the damn boat? We got some fucking booze. And what's going to make you see shit out there in the water more than anything? Well, yeah, that's right. Some booze. (laughs) And I don't... Whatever. What happens in international water stays out there. Maybe we had some edibles. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I'm a piece of shit and just, like, you know, tie glow sticks to sea turtles. and Oh, fuck! There they go! (laughs) But... 
Nah, nah, these people getting on my cruise are not coming back. Yeah. And if they do come back, they're just going to be too fucked up from the experience. Like, nah. Yeah, what? I, I what? saw the triangle. I, I, the, 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 I saw the lights. Like, they're not going to know. Right, yeah. Like, what What happened out there? I can barely remember. I just, I thought I saw like a, like a flashing orb or something. And then it's just, uh, yeah, like your business partner on the coast f- flashing a, yeah, like a bunch of mirrors or something. Like, it's always mirrors and magnets. You could just, like, put those together and really trip some people yeah. out. <laughs> I think I'm a Scooby-Doo villain. You're right. Oh, it, <laughs> I it was just a projector. Him. I just take him out, and then I sink the ship, Shanghai him off the ship, unsink the ship, whatever. Like, you know those Navy training vessels where they can, like, submerge half of it and then, like, you right, know, yeah. unballast it and blow the water out and... Yeah. yeah, fuck it, Josh. <laughs> let's go be Scooby Doo villains. I'm doing this. Let's do. I found my true calling in life. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'll do one in like Seattle, and I'll call it like Nordic Row, and I'll just buy a Viking boat, and you can row across the bay. Yeah, we can find. Um, and assholes will pay money for it. Like it'll be great. I can I can find a uh, a troll costume on Amazon, and just be like hiding behind a tree, having my cup of coffee. <laughs> It's like, oh shit, here they come. I have to pull my mask on real quick and jump out of like a, yeah, like a Nordic pine and say, everybody like runs away. <laughs> what if we do see that's, that's, so you're my monster. We need. Yeah. You're my monster over the Bermuda Triangle, but you couldn't get the fucking fish man bodysuit. Yeah. So instead you just get like a Rafiki costume. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, because I'm already and like, like your makeup's kind tall. of like wonky a little bit. It's like, oh god, it's the sea baboon. Cheese yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, oh, and look out, boys and girls. You know, it's it was about this. It was about in these waters that I saw one of them Atlantis dwellers, and here comes like freakishly tall, lanky Josh swimming up. Yeah, in a in a with a baboon mask and a in a speedo. It's like, oh, or, or fuck it. No Speedo. No Speedo. Really freak him <laughs> <Take> out. Take out. <laughs> Why does his penis look like that? Because that's, that's what it is in Atlantis. <laughs> it's a U-shape. <laughs> it's a U-shape. I was thinking more, I went to Seinfeld route and like you're shrunk up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? And you're like, I was in the pool. I was in the pool. I was in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> These are cool in Greece. Yeah. Read Plato, you Philistines. <laughs> he talks about it. <laughs> what? How was your trip, honey? I, I, I don't know. A fish man with the with the with the small little shrivelly cold dick <laughs> yelled at me and called me a Philistine, and I, I don't know. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I don't think I want to drink anymore, Helen. I, yeah, I no, want to that's clean. it. We can I want to be it. there for you and the children. I'm. I'm sorry. Work has taken too much for me and us, and I, I can change. Oh, darling! And like, yeah, word part... spreads, and suddenly you have to recreate this role, and they're like, God, God damn it, Josh! Showtime in five. Fuck you! God damn it! And I'm the, a star. I'm not coming out of the water. Parachute me, and I wanted to see my dick unbound <laughs> and regal, flapping in the wind like a fucking seabird. <laughs> no, Josh, you know what you are. Get you in that fucking you... tank. 
Oh man, this is a yeah. We got. I don't know why I, I'm so exploitative of you. I'm really sorry. No, just... it's that's 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 what it's like in late capitalism, man. It's like part like part Scooby Doo villain, part Destination Vacation, part uh, addiction recovery slash life coach. Um, yeah, because we got way too comfortable being drunk at any time during 2020. <laughs> So we'll take people out and help them kick their habits by Scooby doing them. <laughs> it's scared straight, but stupid. Yeah, sc- <laughs> scared straight, but uh, stupid. I love it. <laughs> oh man. And, oh, God. and after a couple runs of it, we have to like pick up, you know, the annoying mini cousin, and it's just going to be like <laughs> an Irish little person, and we call him O'Malley. Right. Yeah. And, oh, where are these fight? Where where are these Atlantean fucks? Oh, hey, come down! Shut up, O'Malley! And we we throw him off the boat, and everyone laughs because yeah. they're like Scrappy Doo. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's man. he's the plant. That's like uh, that's like. That's like the skeptic. He's like, oh, this is a bunch of nonsense here. Why? I've never seen such a thing as is ridiculous. And then he just like gets yanked off of the off the boat, and then just like red water bubbles up from where he's. And it's like, oh wow, I guess there really is something here. <laughs> they just killed that salty Irish guy. <laughs> Holy shit! Faith in Bagora. Seven out of ten. They said there'd be actual human death. There yeah. wasn't. <laughs> well, I can't fight an Irishman every Irishman every week, madam. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's uh, times are tough. Times are tough. Inflation's going third up. Mo- third movie pitch of the episode: <laughs> uh, a group of theater buddies from college unite to start a money laundering scam because they found like 1700 pounds of cocaine or something weird <laughs> and they do it by rigging up this scooby-doo tour of yours and but they hire more than one plant so like they have to hire like six plants so there's only ever three people on the boat <laughs> yeah but that's the shit of it is they put on a hell of a fucking show right yeah but I no mean, one ever gets to fucking see it yeah there's uh there's there's already like uh, a, a, a well-established immersive theater model uh, out there. We can totally, we can totally make this work. It'll be oh, like man. Sleep No More, but Bermuda Triangle No More. <laughs> <laughs> Zona de silencio no mas. <laughs> no mas. Well, actually, there's a little bit moss. Okay, okay. I got, we got to bring it back. God, we're, doing, we're we're really getting good at this. We need just hurricanes every night. If, hurricanes every night, every episode, breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> I do. You just want to say July? Oops, all hurricanes. <laughs> Ooh, oops, all hurricanes. We'll talk about a July challenge after this. I got a better oh, idea. Great. Never mind. We Brilliant. won't be the July challenge. It'll be September. And it will be amazingly insensitive to our southern listeners. But I don't care. You choose to live in these places. Global warming is a real thing. Get your shit together, assholes. Anyway, I would not leave you so unsatisfied, Josh, as like, oh, no, it's a bunch of locals trying to drum local tourism. Mm-hmm. And as oftentimes we have found, there is always a grain of truth in everything. And sometimes, like, the truth is worse than fiction or more horrifying than fiction. Or you go down certain rabbit holes 
and you realize that America needs to be fucking stopped because did you know that we bomb Mexico a lot? I I even if I don't have any specifics up the top of my mind, I wouldn't be surprised that we bombed Mexico a lot. <laughs> We've bombed Mexico several times and this is going to I need to get through this before I get to my final point because okay. it hit too close to home for me. Mm. But so in July of 1970, an Athena-2 missile was launched from the Green River Missile Complex in Utah. I don't know where in Utah. It just says in Utah along the Green River. Okay. And I didn't want to look into it. I, I'm always afraid of being flagged, and this one took me to a lot of weird places. But suffice to say that the Athena-2 missiles were like a news type of prototype designed for the ICBM. So you get the missile that launches carrying a warhead. It goes up, retriangulates its position and then comes back down, and then that hits what you want to murder. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a more sophisticated system. But what I kind of figured out is that the U.S. didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> they also bombed the same region in Mexico in 1967, so we bombed them twice in three years. Oh, my God. And I cannot, I can't... Okay, so here's where it gets a little bit weird. Number one... I guess spoilers if you ever watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, because mm-hmm. Nazis are going to Mexico. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nazis going to Mexico in the form of uh, Werner von Braun, everybody's favorite fucking Nazi. Ardent Nazi, ah, uh, look into it, it's terrible, oversaw the deaths of something like 200 people a day at the Pinamundo camps building his V2 complex. Right. Terrible, and then we picked him up with Project Paperclip, and then he's shaking hands with fucking Walt Disney. Like, yeah. Oh god. But like, ardent Nazi. Like, there's some people that were like scooped up by the Nazi regime, and like, you will work for us. Okay, fine. Well, I don't want my whole family to fucking die. Cool. But like, von Braun was not. He was like, ardent Nazi. He was into it. He knew what the fuck was going on. Anyway, Mm. moving on. So this missile gets lost in 1970 in this Zona de Silencio. And it takes them three weeks to find it, but uh, Von Braun is dispatched down there to go locate it because not only does it have this kind of new, like, proto-super-sophisticated guidance system, it also has um, Cobalt-57, which at the time was real valuable. And that's, you know, low kneel... Low... I'm trying to get... Sorry, just sec. Got a hurricane belch. Yep. Oh, Hurricane Mark Jones. Um... <laughs> That's a category two. <laughs> so these Athena test missiles, I don't. I, again, I, I think I said I don't know if that these have warheads, but they all have test warheads equipped. Mm. So like, but still low yield nuclear devices that they just like fucking dumbly dumped into Mexico. Which, and to be fair, the missile the, the the launch was supposed to go from Utah into the White Sands region in New Mexico, where it could be studied. But somehow it just went fucking batshit. Doesn't matter. Werner von Braun, the ultra Nazi, was down there. He found it, and they had to build an airstrip to like get the missile out and everything, and also you know to kind of contain it. You know, maybe scrub down any latent radiation. But from that is where all these weird like urban legends spawned, because suddenly right? like. The U.S. government is trying to keep it hush-hush, but then the Mexican government, or not the Mexican government, the Mexican government knew, like, we told them about that, but, like, the the Mexican, like, uh, media gets hold of it, and then, well, what's going on down here? And so suddenly, 
like it's this weird tourist hotspot. You draw people to the area. Yeah, yeah, the U.S. bombed us right here. This is where they pulled the missile out of. Yeah, right there in my abuelo's backyard. Like, yeah. But, and that's where it gets weird. Because we fucking bomb Mexico, Josh. Yeah. And if that's not bad enough, if that's not fucking bad enough, I, I really don't like this program, Josh, because it hits too close to home. I think I said that. They might have bombed Mexico twice, but you know where else they fucking bombed with nuclear fucking devices? At least semi-yield nuclear devices? Hmm. Colorado. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) They fucking bombed Colorado. They bombed Creed, Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I just... Like night November nineteen sixty four. Like the U.S. government bombed. Not even that far from us. Like right. It's like it, listeners. It, so like it's like sixty miles west of where I am right now to Creed, Colorado. Yeah, it's and the fucking government bombed us. And let alone, we're also like seventy miles north of the White Sands complex at Alamogordo. Like. Right. It, it's a. Uh, it, Nobody wants Alamosa to be alive. That's the second terrifying <laughs> triangle, Josh. Right. Yeah. Between yeah, Creed, Alamosa, and White Sands. Like it's that's a. That's a, that's its own terrible triangle. <laughs> I'm gonna say Crestone, so it hits that like inverted pyramid in the mountain. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah very nice. Yeah. Because yeah. that's. We may just have to do a full other episode on Crestone, but 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 at any rate, not to not to, get us off track here. But, but that's what I got. I, I is the Zona de Silencio weird? Maybe. Do radio devices do? Does electronic equipment malfunction there? Yeah, sometimes it does, and then sometimes it works. But that's that's indicative of the of the tri of the Bermuda Triangle too, and the other like sites around the world. I don't have the answers. I don't know. But Josh, what do you think? I well and. Like that, like I, I think for me, like that's the. We we're in a position where we can't rule anything out, because we've been nuking things left and right, and it's like who knows? Like, it would be it would be really easy for us to be like, okay, hold on, like. Really, this place you, you can't send out radio signals, and it rains hot pebbles. Like, oh dude, yeah, sure. It's like, well, you. Put enough like uh, fissile material in the atmosphere and in the ground, and good luck, yeah. Charlie. <laughs> so that's I, I don't know. It's and, and I, I guess sort of along that is along those lines too. Um, I will always have a healthy skepticism whenever any quote unquote official answers or official responses come out. Because for, for, for precisely that reason, like, I understand for, matter, for matters of national security and stuff, like, you can't just go publish every single thing that you do. Like, yeah. I, I get that you, you need a certain amount of, like, state secrets. Um, but there has to be. You can't. You're that's right. why we declassify things, what, 60 years later or whatever. Because, like, well, everyone who's involved is dead, so have fun. Like, yeah, and this, yeah. yeah, this groundbreaking technology in 1963 or whatever uh, now everybody has that in their smartphone. So yeah, we can publish this thing and it's not going to harm anybody. But, but then that's just it too, is it's like, well, I, I, uh, 
it's it's just truly a a, a terrible triangle. <laughs> it's it, it is it's yeah. It's not a vicious circle. It's a terrible triangle. Yeah, no, that that's brilliant. That's brilliant. It, it's not a vicious circle. It's a terrible triangle. <laughs> which is which is a shame too, because a uh, hard left turn here. My favorite okay. shape is a triangle. I love triangles. They're they're amazing. They're like the Tri- yeah. They're they're the most basic polygon polyhedron. Uh, they're structurally strong as shit. That's where you get the Triforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, they have like it's not the Bermuda uh, rhombus. <laughs> it's not the Bermuda parallelogram. No, it's the Bermuda Triangle. And, and, but maybe that's also part of it too, because there's also again, and, and this could be a whole other thing. We can go into like ooky spooky geometry stuff and like the symbolic meanings of triangles and where triangles show up and all sorts of stuff and so maybe that's just it maybe if it was something like no it's the bermuda trapezoid and say get the fuck out of here (laughs) my god it's the argentinian dodecahedron (laughs) fuck you fuck you yeah it's yeah like so so I, i think that's part of it too that also that adds to the mystique to a lot of these places too. There, yeah, where it is like uh, George Carlin. But there is weird bit. shit. It's just weird shit. Yeah, like yeah, it's weird shit. Yeah, and and, and it is. It's like like the people uh, in the zona de silencio. Um, yeah, we as humans, we and 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 this was even something that you've mentioned a, a couple times and at the beginning of this episode, like we. We like having some sense of mystery, some sense of like the unexplored or the unexplained or unexplainable. Yeah. And so, yeah, like we play up, we play up into the, all right, son, now it's your turn to wear the Hodag costume, just like I did and my father before me and his father before him. Um, and so even if, even if we find out what really happened to Flight 19, and the USS Cyclops, even if we like piece together all these things that actually did happen, that's not going to immediately like dispel the myth of the Bermuda triangle. Like, 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 like people will still get, get jazzed for that. So I I hope so. And that was another thing too, though, is everybody just, they people like to shit on the Bermuda triangle. And I, I guess because we really largely have debunked it. Like, no, it's it's a weird spot, and yeah. some weird shit happens there. But no different than any any other spot in the ocean. We just right. you think about it more because you're in it. Yeah. But at the same time, there's still weird shit happening there. Like, mm-hmm. people died. Like Flight 19, they all fucking died. Like, yeah. yeah that, it, that is it because Charles Taylor is an alcoholic and that's why he was late? <laughs> yeah, more than fucking likely. But. <laughs> Am I going to include that little tidbit? No, because even if he is fucking drunk, you show me a sober pilot, I'll show you a plane I don't want to fucking board on there, buddy. <laughs> we all watched Denzel Washington crush it. You need the cocaine to land that fucking plane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want my airplane pilots as messed up as my semi-truck drivers. God damn right. You get the shipment there quick and you get it there clean. And I don't know what happened between Tulsa and Roswell, but it happened. 
All I know is I got my bath mat Tuesday morning, just like the website said it would. <laughs> but but also to the point, I, I I'm also I I I guess I wasn't surprised by this, but maybe more like um, gladdened. Because I shared my being a little kid freaked out by the Bermuda Triangle story, and then you shared yours, and like if nothing else, like that, th- that magic needs to be alive too, right? Yeah. Like it was such a weird fe- notion to think like, wait, there's this thing that just kills planes and boats, and we're flying through it. Yeah. I think I told my mom like concerned, like, mom, did you know that we're still going through the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> well, yeah, honey, it's not real. Excuse but, me. Yeah, but 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 planes and boats—they go missing. Yeah, and so I do like I, I I kind of feel I kind of feel for like the the twenty twenty seven year old who can yeah whip out his phone and be like oh no there's there's nothing extraordinary about this patch of ocean space than any other place. It's like okay, that's that little kid doesn't have Santa Claus or he doesn't, you know, but even, but even though there still is, there still is a weird cause shit does get weird. Mm-hmm. We don't know why it gets weird, but like, it's just the slightest little slips. Like we gotta, you can't focus on them, but when you see him, you got to hold tight to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, but then at the same time, little kid could pull up on his phone I had kind of a tough time cutting through several layers of bullshit. And honestly, like my sort of like compass point, not to, or my North star, not to make a nautical reference mapping joke. It was if the website was secure or not, if it was secure, I knew that it wasn't real, but if it was unsecure and they were spouting nothing but truth. Yeah. That was like, good stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Nah, but they, I don't know. I feel like you can still get the same amount of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like the kid could still watch the seventies YouTube clip. Right. Yeah. I, I watched it too. I, I I fucking rewatched the in search of like mm-hmm. same one. It's right there. You know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's... know if it's any different or more mysterious. I just wonder if we care so much. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I. I. It's not a... to totally shit at you though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. Oh to do no. That. I just. No. 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 Not at all. Not at all. Because... Okay. Sorry. I realized I was just kind of like, no. fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Magic exists everywhere. You're a piece of shit. No. No. But but no. I'm I, I'm I'm agreeing with you on that. Uh, and and you don't have to uh, stress at all about like offending me or hurting me because I've had two strong ass hurricanes straight out of a pineapple, and nothing can sink the USS Josh right now. I'm, I'm just bobbing on the ocean waves, and I don't care if my black box suddenly fizzed out. I don't care if my radio's dead. I'm just, I'm just bobbing along. <laughs> bobbing along. Bobbing along. And if the oh, Atlanteans or UFOs or hot pebbles get me, then so be it. So be it. <laughs> It is interesting to note uh, UFO sighting or activity in all of these spaces we covered tonight, including the uh, Devil Sea in Japan. Also, all of them have like weird enhanced UFO sightings. And also, second half, half of why I didn't want to go into it, um, 
the northern tip of the uh, J- uh, Japanese one is where the Itsurobune sighting was. So who knows what happened there. Oh, but I didn't want to do it because it's not... I couldn't find enough shit, but I yeah. didn't want to do it, but I dropped that... Li- There's my little final hot pebble at you there, Josh. <laughs> this goes Listeners, what do you think of my hot pebbles? What do you think of the ocean? What do you think of the Bermuda Triangle? What do you think of the fact that I am very visibly, auditorily, whatever you want to call that, kind of hammered right now? <laughs> Fucking hurricanes, Josh. I gotta go to work in an hour and a half. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> okay, but well, so yeah, I, I guess that on that note, we can wrap it up. Um, listeners, send us your stories. Send us your video evidence if you're still able to operate electronics in these areas. You can get a hold of us by sending us an email, uh, courtesy of Two Wizards Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C One. You can find me on Twitter. That would be Josh at Plaid Barbarian. And Mark, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Marky Stardust. And subtitle is now Mark Rock You Like a Hurricane Jones. So go find me there. Uh, I don't really do Instagram anymore. And Two Wizards doesn't really do Instagram anymore. I know we got a couple new followers, but yeah, I. I don't know, probably not. But we're there. Yeah. Uh, Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram and uh, Two Wizards podcast on Instagram, but it's it's pretty dead. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, I think I think that just about covers it. And um, I, I I mean, if, if if nothing else, if nothing else, a good way to end is I'm also looking forward to um, dicing up what's left of this pineapple that's been infused with hurricane. And having a boozy fruit salad tomorrow. Oh, you dirty boy. Good for you. (laughs) All right, everybody. Take care. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all!